Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Disneyland bride Desiree Valente about her escape wedding at Disneyland Resort. I thought you guys would be interested to hear about her event. She and her husband were the first couple to use Napa Rose's terrace for their reception. So let's talk to her now and find out how everything turned out. Welcome, Desiree. Hi, Carrie. Thanks so much for being on the show today. I'd love to start at the beginning and find out how you guys decided you wanted to have an escape wedding at Disneyland. Disneyland was always something that I knew since I was younger that had to happen. I didn't care how. I knew it was going to happen somehow, some way. (laughs) So it was kind of always, I guess I could say I'm picky. And I was like, my husband is going to marry me at Disneyland. So when I find that guy, that's it. (laughs) Um... So he was totally on board, and when we first got engaged, we we were engaged for a really long time before we decided on our wedding, and we actually looked at other venues, and it just didn't feel right. Mm-hmm. So we kind of just let the whole thought go and the process go for a little bit, and life got in the way, and then the year of our 10-year anniversary coming up, we were like, I think this is it. This is time. It's happening. We're getting married at Disneyland. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. How did your friends and family react when they found out that's where your wedding was going to be? I feel like they knew. I (laughs) made sure I told them (laughs) years and years coming. So when we decided on a date, which was actually a day after our 10-year anniversary, they were super supportive and really, really excited. And they're like, it's finally time. I'm so glad it's finally happening. So... They knew it was coming. They just weren't sure when. (laughs) How many guests did you invite and how many made the trip? I actually was able to fill all of my seats, which was amazing. With the escape wedding, we had 20 guests count, including myself and my husband. So we had 17 guests there. And then we had me, my husband, and my daughter. And all of our guests were so amazing. They flew in from out of town or drove here from another state. So it was awesome to have that close family and friends. That's great. Now tell me a bit about the locations you chose for the ceremony and the reception. I knew I wanted it outdoors because we wanted that ambiance of Disneyland and we wanted our guests to feel that same magical feeling that we feel there. I felt like there's a lot of magical places indoors there, but it didn't give that same feel for us. So we decided to go with the wedding garden for our ceremony. I just loved the greenery around. It was so beautiful. And I didn't have to do a lot of decorating. Napa Rose was a blessing in disguise. So we had our reception there. and We were actually the first couple to have their wedding reception there, which was awesome. So I was super excited about that. But it was a blessing in disguise because we had originally had the Breeza Courtyard. 
And they called me and said, unfortunately, due to the renovations that's happening, that reception venue is not going to be available on your date anymore. And I was torn up inside because they wanted to move me indoors. And I was really upset about it. So I spoke with my planners, which were so amazing. And I actually asked them about Napa Rose and it got approved. So it was it was a blessing in disguise. That's great. And since it's part of the escape package, you didn't have to pay any kind of extra fee or anything for that, right? Not at all. They were actually like, wow, I'm surprised. They, She said that they all looked at each other and they were like, why didn't I think of that? That's the perfect location for escape rides. So it was, it was kind of cool. I pretty much kept almost everything standard. I was really trying to stay within that budget. So we had, our cake was the Mickey head cake, which we did chocolate and coconut cream, which was delicious. We stayed with the standard ivory table linens. And we pretty much kept everything standard to stay within our budget. And we did a ton of do-it-yourself projects. Oh, interesting. Like what kind of stuff? I created my invitations. I created my guest menus, my centerpieces. (laughs) What else did I create? I created, I'm celebrating custom buttons for our guests as favors. Wow. And for your centerpieces, were they live flowers or did you use artificial? I used artificial flowers, but it was awesome because my guests thought they were real. (laughs) We used real life or real touch flowers. And it was so bizarre how that worked out because we actually were going with kind of a Beauty and the Beast theme at first. And then it slowly started to change and it ended up just becoming fairy tale. So I pulled little bits and pieces from each princess to kind of incorporate. And it, it turned out really good. That's great. Now, I know they only give you a couple menus to choose from. Did you modify the menu at all? I did not. Luckily, we all love chicken. <laughs> we went with the standard dish that they provided us, which was delicious. And it came with the standard dessert. We didn't really modify anything. Interesting. Okay. Can you give my listeners a basic timeline for your day? Yeah, of course. So we got up really, really early because I had our ceremony started at 10 in the morning. So we got up super early to get ready. And then we had our ceremony. From there, we took a few pictures. We actually did our first look before ceremony. I wanted to make sure my hair and makeup were fresh for the fall. And then we went into our ceremony, and then we went to Napa Rose, and we did an introduction. We did our first dance. Then we ate. Then we did the father-daughter dance. And then my family are not huge dancers, so we didn't really have a DJ or anything. We had the iPod hookup. And it was great because we got to just enjoy each other's company because it was such a small party and really take advantage of the time being spent with our family. That's wonderful. What were the most important aspects of the wedding to you where you maybe focused your attention or your budget? It it was so crazy because I wanted the castle photo shoot so bad, but I couldn't justify spending the price. So I made sure to have other really important details that really spoke Disney 
in a elegant way. So I think details were super important to me as far as like just little details. My hanger had a kissing Minnie and Mickey on it and our wedding day. And then it said once upon a time. I had little hidden Mickeys on the girls hanger. So it was things like that that were really important. So other little touches of Disney. Um, my photography was huge. I loved Natalie and her husband. They were great. And then the venue, because I almost had a, I was kind of freaking out a little bit when it, the first venue got canceled. And believe it or not, the chairs, the chairs were really important to me. And that's where I kind of made sure I had budgeted for. Oh, interesting. For the ceremony or for the reception? The reception. I see. So did you upgrade them to Shivari or something? Yes. The chairs at the reception I did. The ceremony I did not. I kept the standard chairs. Okay. Interesting. Now, what aspects were less important to you where you saved money or you saved your time? Do-it-yourself projects. <laughs> I'm very crafty, so I had a ton of fun doing them um, and being involved in that whole process. The ceremony venue wasn't as important to me. I know that sounds so weird, but <laughs> I think the reception was more important to me. The ceremony, we kept it really short and sweet, and we were there to express our love for each other and our vows, and that that's what really mattered to us for the ceremony location. So we didn't really have any floral or anything. Floral wasn't as important for us either because we had an outdoor location. It was already beautiful in itself. So it saved us on our budget a ton. And then bridesmaids dresses. I actually got them really, really cheap and they looked gorgeous. We paid about $25 a dress. Wow. At Forever 21. <laughs> And then hair, makeup, and nails. I'm a cosmetologist, so I know people in the industry, and I saved a ton there. That's great. What ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day? Besides everything, <laughs> uh, my favorite, what I probably have to say getting ready. The, the excitement to know my life was about to change, our life was about to change. The excitement on our daughter's face to know that she got to take part in such a magical day was amazing. That's great. Did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? Actually, yes. <laughs> Every wedding, I'm sure that happens. It was hair. We had so much things to get done the night before that didn't get done because <laughs> we were on such a time crunch that we had to do it in the morning of getting ready. So... The styles of the hair didn't end up happening, which was fine. It ended up totally okay. I was like, as long as everyone's hair is curled and you have makeup on, I'm okay with that. <laughs> so it ended up being okay. What were you going to do the night before? We still had some nails to get done. Everyone's hair was supposed to be below dried the night before. I see. But we had my daughter in the room, and then my maid of honor has two babies. So oh. we had them with us the night before and it was just a little rough trying to get everything situated with all the kids, but it all worked itself out. That's great. Was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like a big deal beforehand and then turned out not to be? My robes. 
I was so set on, um, I want robes for all the girls and myself, and I want pictures in these robes, and it, I got one picture, which was a really beautiful picture, but after it all, I was like, oh, it wasn't as important as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Is there anything you know now that you wish you'd known when you were planning? Thankfully, there's so many groups on social media that I follow, and I'm a part of, that really helped me. I felt like I did a lot of research. I mean, I had years of <laughs> doing research on Disney weddings mm-hmm. that I felt like I was prepared for the basics of it all. I feel like it was just a lot of like little contracting things that I'm like, oh my gosh, my brain's about to explode. But luckily for other Disney brides and your podcast too. Oh, great. Yeah, I, I listened. Um, I got a lot of good tips and tricks, so I felt like the planning process was a little bit smoother for me. Oh, good, good. Do you have any tips or advice to make the process smooth for other brides and grooms? Stick to the budget. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's so easy to just be like, oh my God, we need this, we need this, I want this, I want this. But I think make a list. Make a list of what's really important for you and what really matters for you um, to help you stick to that budget. Yeah, I think just making that list. I There were so many things that I wanted to change or add or do or things that I wish I could have done. But I think at the end of the day, I don't regret anything. And it was, it was a fairy tale. That's great. Is there any place online where my listeners can go to read about or see photos of your day? They can visit my Facebook or Instagram. (laughs) I don't currently have any other places besides the little Facebook groups that I'm in and my social media pages, but hopefully soon. Yeah, and I'll get some of your pictures into a little slideshow on the post for this episode on DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Perfect. Well, Desiree, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. I think you've offered a lot of great tips for anyone considering a wedding or a vow renewal at Disneyland, and I appreciate your taking the time. Of course. Thank you so much. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's fairy tale weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com/weddings.asp, or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com. <laughs> 